This episode of CADCAST is dedicated to the memory of Mawson. Everybody and welcome to CADCast number 36. I'm your host, GPD in Tokyo, Japan, and I'm joined as usual by our co-host Wombat in New York City. Hey, Wombat, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? Good, good. So, yes, yeah, some sad news uh, this week with the loss of one of our members. You know, we need all the members we can get, of course, um, but our member Mousen was uh, tragically killed very scary it's stuff. It's sad. It's really just It's really, really sad. Really sad. I, I know it's sort of a, a downbeat way to start the show, but I just wanted to do a quick Mousen memorial uh, before we get really underway. And by the way, his name is pronounced Mousen. I asked uh, his friend. Um, if you don't know Mousen, he was probably best known for his 0.67 GPA thread that he started where he sort of let the community know how dumb he was, and that was actually nominated. It was actually a runner-up in the second annual Cheapy Awards for the best forum thread. Uh, and he was also known for maintaining the magazine deals thread, his funny posts, and his willingness to help other CAGs. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, so rest in peace, Mousen. Uh We're going to miss you. Yeah, we, and, you know, we send our condolences to... Uh, the, his family and his friends. Yes, there's a there's a mouse and thread uh, uh, tribute thread going on in CAG where you can read some nice things that people had to say, rather than me just reading them. I think uh, you should just take a look yourself. Uh, so rest in peace, there, big guy. Moving on. Speaking of other less important deaths, yeah. you recently had a death in your family. Yes, what a terrible segue. <laughs> I know, it's, it's, it's really bad. But... That's what we get for trying to do something with class. I know. <laughs> we try. Right out the window. Oh, it's so terrible. Well, but yes, well, it, it's true. Uh, my Xbox 360 is no longer with us. Yes. <laughs> You're right, that is a terrible segue. Um, well, what happened? Why don't you talk to us about it? And I'd like, really am interested in hearing about your experience dealing with Microsoft. Of course, I'd be more than happy to go over the whole my whole adventure with the fine folks at uh, at Microsoft. Well, basically, it started. You know, I had actually played the 360. I was playing my new Lord of the Rings: Battle for Middle Earth 2, and I played that game. And then, you know, I stopped playing. And then, like four hours later, there was nothing on the television. I'm like, oh, I'll play more. And I turn on my 360. No, I was going to play mm. you in Call of Duty, too. That's what it was. That's right. I and, was actually there. Yes. And I, I go, and I initially go to play game, and the mm. noise that my uh, disc tray, the disc drive, started making was... That's really good. Thank you. And that was the, the disc spinning up? That was the disc just... It just it wouldn't. It was like trying was it, to play okay. something and it just wouldn't play. And got then it. wait, it got even better. 
Then okay. I said, okay, I'm just going to let it run until it stops. And then I got a thing that came up on my TV screen, and my TV screen actually said, please insert this disc into an Xbox 360. Yeah, I've had that a couple of times happen. Uh, Not the that, noise, but I've gotten but some that, weird yeah. messages like that. And I've gotten, uh, I tried to play Hitman the other day, and it said, uh, it said that the disc was a mixed media disc. It came up, so whatever that means. I don't know, yeah, <laughs> anyway. exactly. And then it started recognizing the game as a DVD, and then it still wouldn't play. And then right. I opened the tray to take the disc out and put it back, and I was going to try yeah. another game. So when I hit the close button again on the on the tray... It yes. would close and right. open up again. Awesome. So now the disc tray won't close, so I can't play a game if I wanted to. Even when you turn it off, it won't close. Yeah, even when I turn it off. It just. Okay, so at this point, you're totally freaking out because I, I know that you can maybe have a little bit of a temper when it comes to stuff like this. Just a tad bit. Uh, I get mad. Just a tad bit. You get mad. So and... I can imagine the cursing that was going around at, at the Wombat headquarters. I think I handled myself pretty well. I only kicked the dog once. And right. so I call, you know, 1-800-4-MY-XBOX. Yeah. And I get one guy. I get Well, first of all, you have to go through the whole automated menu. Yeah. I push one for Xbox 360 help. Okay. And one again because I'm having problems with my Xbox 360. Right. And a gentleman picks up the phone and he goes, hi, this is Microsoft. Uh, how can I help you with your Xbox today? And I explained to him my problem, and he goes, ooh, hold on one second. I need to transfer you. Okay. After you tell him the whole, the whole story. The whole story. Did you make story. the noise? No, I didn't make the noise like that. 45 <laughs> okay. minutes later. Oh, my God. I was on hold for 45 minutes after having spoken to a live human being. Oh, my God. Hey, it gets better. Someone else okay. picks up the phone, has no idea that I've been on hold. Picks me up as, as if, you know, I'm the first person he's, uh, I'm, that right. I've spoken just to. Got it. Uh, my assumption is the guy, it was like the end of his shift. <laughs> he just left and He just there. put me on hold and went home. Yeah, awesome. The next guy actually, first of all, I tell him the problem. Yeah. And he goes, well, let me give you a, a number, you know, a, <laughs> an account number in case you get disconnected from us again. And I go, I wasn't disconnected. <laughs> right, you put me on hold. hold for 45 you bastards. Minutes. And then he goes, well, let me transfer you to Xbox 360 help. <sighs> Again. Why did I push one when I answered? When, why have the automated service if it doesn't work? Right. Isn't, didn't the first guy say that too? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay, so now he transfers, transfers, uh, transfers you. And I get a guy who speaks English, sort of. Second language English speaker. Yeah. So it took about 45 minutes for him to say to me, we're going to ship you out a box so you can mail it back. You're, you had to go through, like, all different troubleshooting things? I, he go, Did you try closing the tray? No. Oh, yeah, jam, jamming it closed with your hand, you mean? No, just pushing, pushing the, the button. button. Oh, my yeah, God, you're a genius. <laughs> and I didn't try that. I tried talking to it. I asked it nicely to close. Where would I be without you, Xbox 360? So help literally, on? that that discussion with him took 45 minutes. Took 45 as well? minutes, yeah. So I had to. Now they're sending me a box, which I haven't gotten yet. I'll probably get it tomorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, how'd you get the tray closed? I well, when I unplugged it, I just had to force it closed. And you since just it's not your, since right. it's not plugged into anything now, the there's nothing. There's no motor opening it. Got it. So, yeah, I just have to keep it unplugged. 
Although the, so, I will admit the guy was very specific. He said, don't send any wires and don't send your hard drive. Right, because they're going to wipe the shit out of it otherwise. Yeah, probably. Oh, boy. All right, well, sort of sad. So, little follow-up yeah. question. Kane, Kane Robot had posted this in the in the CAG, uh, the CAG bag section, but it's appropriate for here. He asks, Wami, now that your 360 has gone tits up, how do you feel? Are you pissed at Microsoft and cursing a flawed product? Or are you just thinking, this happens to early adopters, I knew what I was getting into? Also, do you think Microsoft is lying about and or downplaying how many consoles were really sent in for repairs or came back as defective? Well, you know, this is the first console I've ever had that's broken. Really? But, yes. I've never, had a, I've never purchased a broken console before. Oh, but I will admit I am glad I did buy the extended warranty. Well, that's good. So this whole thing, get shipping it back, isn't going to cost me anything. Except your your valuable time without a 360. Except for my valuable time without a 360. But it doesn't physically cost me anything. And I guess part of me, there was part of me that just knew. that I read the news about it, you know, in after I purchased it, I guess is really when all the news came out about how faulty some of these right. were. Thank God for the internet, really. Right. Because Did you buy the warranty at the time of purchase? Yes. I bought it okay. as soon as I got it. The next day I okay. mailed out the check. Got it. So well, I have a yeah, two-year well, warranty, yeah. So it, you had that going for you, exactly. So there was part of me that I guess maybe it was just, I deep down knew it was bound to happen eventually. Shit, man, I don't. You know, he asked if I had a broken 360 experience as well. I have not, and I'm sort of really screwed because I have a US 360 in Japan. I mean, if I mail it. I mean, what can I do? I mean, my option is basically mail it to Microsoft. It's going to cost me like a hundred bucks at least, and then they would only mail it back to like my parents in the U.S. Would have to mail it back to me for another hundred bucks. It would be a pretty much a disaster <laughs> if mine breaks. So I don't, I don't know. I got, I'm really keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, you're you're screwed if it breaks, but uh, I don't you know. And of oh, course, that's... I'm now what I've called. I've called it the curse of wombat. Because okay. as you know, for the last X number of shows, I've complained about how there's been no good download content. And right, today, and the day after the thing breaks. They're announcing all these uh, uh, live games, live arcade games. Yeah, so that's the Curse of the Wombat. Well, Everybody I've, I've had wins. some broken... Yeah, the Curse of the Wombat. <laughs> well, I've had some broken PS2 stuff. You know, my I've been through... Man, I think I've been through two PS2 consoles, but you know th those didn't cost 400 bucks at the time that they were broken, so I, I wasn't that upset. And they sort of like they didn't totally break; they just sort of like stopped playing the the blue back discs and all that. I don't know. Well, why don't you tell us about Lord of the Rings? Because you got to play it before your I did get to play Lord of the Rings broke. Battle for Battle for Middle Earth two. I yeah. I mean I've always been a fan of the real time strategy games. Okay, I, I've played them a lot. Actually, about I would say about six years ago, that was all I played. Okay. So you know, going back away, but still, it was they were big for me, and I liked it. I liked <laughs> it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it, the get controls it. take a little while to getting to get used to. What I recommend is first do the tutorial, and then do a, a one-player skirmish. I am not a smart man, but I know what love is. Exactly, because in a one-player skirmish, you don't—you're not really fighting anyone, so you just kind of can play around and build stuff. Okay. For as long as you want to kind of give you a feel for what all the buttons do. It's a complicated game. It is a complicated game, but it's a good game. 
I didn't see, and I guess maybe this is why my thing blew up. I, a lot of people were complaining about choppiness and slowdown with the game. I wasn't having any. Hmm. Now, the big flaws, of course, with this game are the fact that you have to go through this complicated process to get online with it. Well, it's broken. Right it's now. broken, yeah. The online There's a workaround, which is very complex, but you, you would assume that at some point soon they would have that worked out. And they didn't have pre-order bonuses anywhere. And I emailed yeah, both EA and, yeah. and I email, emailed EA, who said they would get back to me within 24 hours with an answer, and that was two days ago. And I called and spoke to EB, and they said they would email me something, and they never emailed me. Okay, I want to come back to that in like a minute or so, once you're done with your little review. Did you, did you get to play online at all? Because that's a big selling point. Of the game. I didn't get to play online. I got to level four on the single player. As okay. as good guys, that's as far as I got. Although it took me about three times to finish to beat level four, right. and uh, I enjoyed it though. I was having a lot of fun with it. So graphics are good. Graphics are good. It'd be nice if you could zoom in a little tighter and zoom out a little further. Okay. There's just not enough variation because some, and it would be nice if the the icon, the arrow to let you know where you're going, isn't yeah. quite right. How do you mean? It's oh, it's not accurate. It's not. It's not that it's not accurate. It's like when you, when you're going up, the arrow really needs to be on an angle, not pointing straight. I see. And it gets a little confusing. Hmm. All right. Yeah. And the controls are fine, right? The controls. The controls it were, are yeah, not a problem. It, it, it would. You know what though? The the, the really the, the final on this is. It'd be nice to see a developer look at this game and go, "Wow, you really can make a great." RTS on a console if I were to tweak this, 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 and this. Cool. And then the next game that comes out is amazing. Maybe it's not a Lord of the Rings themed game. You know, it could be uh, something else where you build stuff. But still, it would be nice. Like a good, maybe a finally a good Star Wars RTS, but on consoles. That would be kind of cool. All right. Sounds like a positive review. Listen to me, Star Wars people. Make it. Make it so. Make it. That's Star Trek. Yeah, whatever. Well, okay, that's cool. Too bad. I mean, besides the fact that it broke your 360, <sighs> is the disc uh, extra heavy? Could that have done it? I don't think so. No, okay. Well, something I wanted to sort of get into is you mentioned your, your pre-order bonus didn't come in. And for those of you who don't know, the pre-order bonus on this game were, was a code for downloading, uh, was it like three maps? Yeah, three, three maps. Like that, that? that could be used online and in skirmish. Okay. Now... That's obviously a big problem that your bonus didn't come through. Exactly, and, but, and, the and a lot of other people had the it. same problem. I read as well. Yeah, and my the my my big complaint is, or, or my complaints are probably I guess twofold. Complaint number one is how do you not have enough numbers to give out to people? Right. At, at I, what point right, do you run out of numbers? Like, oh, the codes are only one time use, and we ran out. Right, their their random code generator uh, broke or something. Yeah, it's a, oh, you ran out of numbers. You should submit Maybe. that to the Nobel Prize Committee because I think you just made the most important breakthrough in the history of science. You found the last, <laughs> right. you found the last number. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the real problem that I see this this whole this pre-ordering bonus. I mean, it seems like a really good idea as an incentive to get you to pre-order the games, which is great for the retailers. But mm-hmm. it seems like this is a real slippery slope here. I mean, all they have to do to entice people to pre-order the game is say, oh, you're going to get three maps that you're not going to get otherwise or that you're going to have to pay for later 
via downloadable content on the Xbox Live Marketplace. And I'm sure that's what's, that's what's going to happen with this, right? I think it's already been announced that these maps will be available for people who didn't pre-order at a cost. Yeah, and that's that really bothers me because maps, I mean, it's not like a, like a figurine. If I didn't get my, my pewter right. figurine, I would, I would get over it. But right. This, this is something that's a main changed, part of the game. Exactly. It changes the game. It's part of a game. It's part of the game that exists that I don't have. And how many maps are there? This is like a big percentage of the available maps. I'm sure three maps. I three mean, maps you know, is a good. It, that's a good be? number. I don't think there that there's a good amount, but three yeah, would but still. It's still three more still, maps. Still, it's it's significant, and it's just like you know, it's sort of like a slap in the face to those of us that don't like to pre-order games. You know, we want to wait for the reviews or something, and now we got to pay for maps that were obviously created at the time of the develop the game was developed. This isn't something that they had to work on like a month or two after the game came out. You know, like they're doing with uh, Oblivion. So, you know, this is like a big problem to me, and I I can only see it getting worse. Of course, it is, and like I said, it's just I almost feel like I was lied to. Well, because you didn't get the codes. Because I didn't get the codes. Well, that's but that's what I'm saying is that's that's a small problem. I mean, that's that's like a, a logistical problem. That it's it's not it, though. I mean, it could be part of a larger. Oh, sorry, the pre-order we just didn't have enough, and then like two months later, right, there they you, are you understand for five dollars. You understand my point though. And they suckered me into pre-ordering the game, so now I own it. I didn't get my maps that I was supposed to get, but I bought the game because I thought I was going to get the maps. But now that I have the maps and the games are available online for a price, now I'm going to pay for the maps that I was supposed to get from. No, well, I, well. That's that's one problem, but you see what I'm saying about the bigger problem here. I part of me finds that to be intentional. Like there are going to be more pre-order bonuses like that. Where when no, they're not out. out. I don't think they're out to screw you in that way. I think they're out to screw you to get you to pre-order the game so oh. you don't have to pay for the maps later. That should be included with a with the final retail version of the game. Well, of course you they know? should just be included. They should have just stuck the pre-order card in the box, the card Can with the code imagine? for the maps. What's going to happen when, like, Halo 3 comes out? I mean, <laughs> the Xbox Live Marketplace gouging is going to be, uh, it's going to be blinding. It's going to be one half a map for 500 points. Oh, my God. So, micro. I really think that Microsoft needs to seriously take a look at the Xbox Live Marketplace, how companies are using it, and say, is this going to leave a bad taste in our customers' mouths? Well, the real I mean, the real question is going to be when they actually have competition in a marketplace type scenario. Yeah. When the Wii comes out, and I want to put down my credit card money on to pick up some games and buy things online, am I going to want to buy Kid Icarus, or am I going to want to buy three more maps for Lord of the Rings? Yeah, Major Nelson, listen to this. Listen to our plea. Yeah. Get the reins on Xbox Live Marketplace. Do not let it spiral out of control to be like, you know, these these types of pre-order shady pre-order bonuses that really should just be included in the game. Stick to the free figurines, as Wombat says. Don't sell us a part of a game if we don't pre-order it. Exactly. Enough said. Enough said. Okay. Let's move on to some other Xbox 360 stuff. I recently got Hitman Blood Money, which I bought from PlayAsia. For forty bucks, I got the the uh, the Asian version. Uh, forty bucks shipped to Japan. A beautiful thing. 
Nice. I also ordered I ordered one for you as well, but uh, I'm yeah. sure it'll come when you don't have your 360. As as everything seems to be. Yeah. Rah, well, rah, I have rah. to say that I'm very pleasantly surprised with the game. As someone who hasn't played a lot of the Hitman series, I did play a little bit of Hitman 2 on the PS2. Which I, uh, I love that game, Hitman 2. This game is, is really fun. I mean, the graphics are very good, and the, the controls seem to be improved from the version of Hitman that I'd played. I, I didn't play the most recent one, but I guess the one before the most recent one. Yes. Uh, it's very easy to control uh, Mr. 47, as they call him. Uh, Agent. It's, Agent you know, I, I, I never felt like the controls were working against me, which I think is a problem that I had with the, the older version that I played, and which is why I eventually stopped playing with it. You can go into a first-person mode for shooting, which makes things really easy. Uh, the graphics are really tight. Some of the levels, I'm only about like halfway uh, through the game so far, but some of the levels are really impressive. There's one where you, you're in Mardi Gras, like on the streets of New Orleans during Mardi Gras, and there's just a lot of you know, lot of crowd there, like that you have to walk through. I mean, and you have to like follow say... some guy through the crowd, and it's like real. They really did a great job with it. The only sort of complaint there is that they use a lot of the same models for the for the crowd, so you'll see like mm. the same guy a bunch of times. But if you can get past that, I think you'll be really impressed. Plus, there's a lot of, uh, you know, open environments, sort of like, you know, outdoor environments. So, like, you'll have to go, one of the missions has you going through into a, uh, a rehab center, and you sort of walk through the, the estate of the rehab center, and it's like nice trees and leaves falling. Really a fun game. There's a lot of different ways to accomplish your, your mission. You know, maybe you, you just shoot the guy in the head, or maybe you make it look like an accident. I'm having a great time with it. Uh, two complaints. I wish that the loading wasn't so bad. It takes about 25 seconds to reload each map if you mm -hmm. die. And because this game is sort of like a trial and error type thing, that can sort of get on your nerves. That I mean, would, it could that be, would drive me it, crazy. That yeah, would... it could be worse. 25 seconds isn't that bad, but it could be better. Uh, my other complaint is there's no Xbox Live uh, play at all. Uh, I think like a co-op version of this game would be a lot of fun. Imagine like two two agents going in on a, on an assassination together. You could really coordinate things. I think it would add a whole new dynamic to the game. Really like to see this in the next version. Did you? No, I, I didn't see you put this in the outline, so I'm going to bring it up because you just mentioned yeah. Xbox Live. Yeah. Uh, the list that was on uh, was it MajorNelson.com. No, it, I have it on there. You do have it on there. I didn't see it. What the uh, the Xbox Live Arcade games? No, what's oh. the the top ten? Oh right, right, right. That's real weird. The Xbox Live, if you, it's on MajorNelson.com. It's been on posted on others. I think it was on Joystick as well. But um, they have the top ten most played Xbox Live games uh, for the 360 as well as the uh, the old school Xbox. And the number three game on the list, and no one has said anything about this. I tried looking for someone to say something, but number mm -hmm. three is Oblivion. Right, a game which has no online The play game that all. has no online play. Explain to me how a game with no online play is, think, yeah, is on this list. Is, I think is they, the number three online game for the Xbox 360. I think they just use any game that has any type of Xbox Live connectivity, which is all of them as far as I know. I every, mean, game all, every, on, every game on the 360 has that. So at, at what point does that become... It, useless? Useless. How useless is that list? 
Very. It it was and yet it was on every major website. They posted, it is yeah. it is the most useless list to give that gives you absolutely no information. Yeah, I remember seeing Hitman on there and other games that have no online play as well. Yeah, and yeah, cuz I'm reading the list, list I'm like, "Oh, how interesting that people are still playing Call of Duty so much." Oh, wow. How interesting that Oblivion is number 3. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, okay. So, yeah, to wrap up the Hitman discussion, I recommend for 40 bucks from PlayAsia, I definitely recommend it. There's not a lot of replay value there except to go back through the missions. I think there's 13 of them and maybe do them a different way and try to get the achievements. Uh, so 60 bucks a little steep, 40 bucks pretty good. Cool. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, I also, before we get into the new releases, which there aren't that many of, uh, I did dig up a few CAGCast reviews on the internets. Yes, I, I saw. We could, yeah. we could look. Uh, some guy on his website, uh, musings.wardread.com, had a, a, a very long review for the CAGCast, and it seemed mostly positive. Uh, his complaint, one of his complaints... By mostly quote, positive, is that like, what, 51% positive? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 56%, I think. Uh, I'm going to quote you as one of his, I guess, major complaints was, quote, one major issue here is the fact that both hosts are from Metro New York and have that viewpoint. Whether they realize it or not, they are handicapped by the parochial attitudes parochial. of most ra- the, the parochial. parochial. Sorry, I'm retarded. Parochial attitudes of most raised in that area. I have been amused that, in despite having moved to Japan, GPD still makes comments that betray his background. I don't really know what that means. Uh, maybe he thinks you're Japanese. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Betray, betray his background? Maybe it means portray. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what that means. I mean, usually people from New York are more open-minded about things. Yeah. Uh, but maybe he didn't like my comment about the Nazi... Uh, the Killing Jews game going over big in the it's south. In or the south, yeah, that, that, yeah, that wasn't yeah. a popular comment. Anyway, it wasn't popular. <laughs> overall, he says this is a decent effort and probably worth checking out at least once or twice. The overall quality of the effort does vary from podcast to podcast, so it's probably li- worth listening to a couple to see if you like it. Uh, and if you don't care at all about console gaming, give this one a pass because most of what they talk about won't interest you. Why would you listen to this in the first place if you weren't? Ah, whatever. I don't know. Right. Anyway, uh, one more quick, but, quickie. And uh, thank you for the for the review. Yes, we appreciate any review, and if you write a review somewhere, we'll probably find it and read it. Thanks to Google Alerts, which lets me spy on everybody. Yeah, and every now and again, I'll just search CADcast to see if anyone says anything. Yep. One I, other quick I, one. I need a hobby. Yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> and a new job. Yeah. The DS Lite is still up for grabs, right? Y- yes, Finally it is. Get Wombat a job contest. It's yes, and there's a free DS Lite, and I'll, at this point, I may even throw in a game. Okay, another quick one I found on the Gamers with Job forums. A user named uh, ASZ said he recently started listening to Cheap Ass Gamer and Major Nelson podcasts, and that they're both good because they're minimal on the laughing and more on the talking. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, I know that. Laugh. Some, yeah, <laughs> and then. Uh, Another user responded, Hamidil, I guess his name, he said, the only problem he had with the CADcast was GPD's coverings of other sites' reviews for games. I'd rather what he thought about the game rather than him tell me what IGN said. And, uh, yeah, so they liked it. I, I bet he can't wait for us to get to 
to the Chrome Hounds part. <laughs> right. Well, I played it actually, so I, I give you, you a little video. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So there it is. Let's go to the new releases. There's very few. Yeah. Uh, I guess the one that we announced last week, I pushed to this week, and that is the Ultimate Board Game Collection for. Well, PS2. you know, they had to do a lot of testing on chess. Yeah, and and Parcheesi. Yes. <laughs> So uh, no one cares about that, so we'll move on to the two 360 releases this week. Uh, the first being Chrome Hounds, which is, I guess, I can it's fair to say it's gotten less than stellar reviews, yes. with a 58% game rankings review as of this point, and even uh, GamePro gave it a 3 out of 5, so it must be, <laughs> must be really bad. Hey, you're not going to read a review from another website? Um, I, didn't, I didn't quote any. I mean, I'll... I did read some of the reviews. I mean, the complaints are that you know the mechs move really slow, and the sing the single player is pretty boring, and that the environments are sort of bland, and there's a lot of like sort of sludging through swamps and deserts and whatnot. Uh, and then yeah, and the, even the online part, you know, maybe that'll attract some hardcore people, but it's sort of the only redeeming part of the game is the online part. And you know when I play the game, I, I I played it at Tokyo Game Show last year, and you know I saw it at E3 this year too. It does seem like a really slow type of game. I mean, if you're looking for like a, you know, like an Armored Core or the um, the Mech Assault, is that the Xbox one? Yeah, Mech Mech Assault. Yeah. It's you're going to be disappointed because these these guys don't fly, and it's 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 slow. <laughs> it's. It's slow. It's slow. So yeah. So that's Chrome Hounds. Not not that exciting. It doesn't sound like. But a big another anticipated release this week from the 360 is Prey. Yes, which, which I played. Which is a lot of us. A lot of us got to play it because it was a downloadable demo. I, I played the demo, and I read What'd the reviews. Think? Well, What'd I mean, think? we talked about the demo last week, and yeah. and yeah, we did. And having. <laughs> And having read uh, the reviews on it, I agree. I oh, that's sorry. I agree mostly with Gamespot's review. Yes, they gave it a seven point five for all the reasons that I complained about after having played the demo. Where yeah, there's it almost like it tricks you into thinking there's innovation. At least that's right. what I got out of the demo. And I know it sounds because someone actually complained on the on the uh, forum. I saw that. Yeah, saying, how dare you say this This game is revolutionary, and it looks, you know, well, he probably didn't say revolutionary, but whatever. He said that, no, look, you, you can do this, and it's got puzzles, and it's nothing like Doom 3. And... Yeah, he complained about, I think, my comparison to Doom 3. I was only comparing the, the environments and that it was like a corridor crawl. No, know? it does play a lot like It's built on the Doom 3 engine. Well, it is built on the Doom 3 engine, yeah. <laughs> and you, it's pretty much run around and shoot everything. They throw in some puzzles. Some wall they walking. Make, they make the weapons look organic, but really, when it gets down to it, they're not that fun. The yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I guess I just I want more these days. Meanwhile, IGN gave it a nine out of ten. They did. They they liked it a lot. I, well, you know, this game has an audience. It's just not me. It's the first. You know, it's the people who are just looking for the next first person shooter. I think. I mean, there's and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're into first person shooters, you and don't he, necessarily need to defend that you like. You know yeah. this game. You you're, know, everyone's be... allowed to like what they want. I'm exactly. Not, I'm I not mean, telling you. You're, there's you, some. Yeah. There's some people that just are looking for the next first-person shooter, and if as long as it's it's above average, which this game clearly it seems to this be. This game at least is above way average. above. It's way above average for a first-person shooter, but it's not different enough to grab me. Yeah, and the the online multiplayer didn't seem that exciting to me. Although 
actually IGN managed to go through the whole re review without mentioning the multiplayer. <laughs> Uh, and then they had to do like a little add-on, and the editor had to do an add-on to it to mention it. But uh, so there it is. I mean, just download the demo. You'll know if you like it. Exactly. That's the best part. That's uh, one of the great parts about the Xbox 360 marketplace. And and I could actually play that demo because I can still play the arcade games. <laughs> oh, interesting. Because yeah, because you don't it, need to close your tray. I, yeah, I don't need to close my disc tray. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So that's that's the new releases this week, folks. Pretty uh, pretty bare bones. <laughs> Unless you're a 360 owner, then you're happy. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the deal uh, deal and shopping news. Yes. A couple of things of note. Uh, not too much going on. Uh, but we were just talking about the 360. You can get a 360 for 360 dollars. 360 dollars shipped after coupon at Overstock.com. That's the premium version. Uh, they have a 10% off coupon that you can use, and that's that's where your $40 savings come, and they don't charge tax. So that's a good deal. That right is a there. good deal. That is a good deal. I've ordered stuff from Overstock before, too. So yep. So buy that. Sheets. I've uh, ordered sheets and a blanket. Sheets. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. Uh, PlayAsia.com is having their lucky summer sale. Well, I don't just sleep over... on a bare mattress. Well, that's a, if you're a true cheap-ass gamer, you don't even need sheets. I, I use old newspapers. Right, that's fine, dude. Yeah, my day. <laughs> we didn't use sheets. Um, PlayAsia.com's lucky summer sale, over 3,000 bargains. Plus, they're having a big contest where you can win just by ordering an item that's a part of the sale. You get entered in the grand prize of PS3 plus two games. You can also win a Wii and some other good stuff. A uh, lot of stuff there. If you're into, did you hear the, about the pre-order bonuses? The pre-order bonuses for uh, for the uh, the PlayStation Three and the Wii in Australia on Toys R Us. Yeah, Toys R Us already offering a free game in yeah. Australia. Wait. Hey, way to go and step on my uh, my news blast stories. Is that in there? Yes, uh, isn't it? No. Oh yeah, there oh. it is. Free game yeah, with you Wii. Bastard. It's the last thing, and you don't mention right. the PS3. But yeah, I figured it goes under deal shopping news. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I guess it does now. This, this outline's gone to shit anyway. Right. So, there you go. Uh, check out the player sale if you like. What are they? Like, what was it? Shmups? The shoot 'em up games? I don't know. How do you say that? I like, I don't, you know what, though? I, there aren't enough of those. Wait, wait, I was wait. thinking you, about that this shmups, morning. Shmups. There needs there need to be more shmups. If you're into shmups, they got some good some uh, some discounts you're there. You're a shmup. Right. You're a schmuck. You're a schmuck. <laughs> so uh, check it out. Uh, we got it on the front page there. Uh, what else we got in the deal shopping news? We got the Cag Swag store is open. Cag Swag. What do you think about that? I think that there's still no Wombat shirts, so I'm not talking to you. There's no Wombat shirts yet, but we, we are working on designs. And by we, I mean WhipSmart Banky, because as you a, know, I have no Photoshop skills Are you going to put a, a YMMV with an arrow pointing down shirt? <laughs> that would be pretty funny, actually. I know. I posted that. See, you don't even yeah, read like your website. I read it. I read it. I read it. That I'm shirt's going to – that's funny. an awesome shirt. Okay, we're gonna look into all. You get it yeah, because it's, it's your mileage and, may vary, and then it points. Yeah, I get it. It points it, to your wiener. It points so to your it, it may not be a. It may not be a good wiener, is what you're saying, yeah. right? Is that well, it depends on the user. Right. Okay. So check out the Cag Swag Store. Uh, you can buy all kinds of shit. 
Uh, all right, let's move on to the news blast. Oh, wiener. There still are some stories that you didn't ruin. There like two. Here's one that I found interesting. I wasn't quite sure where to put this one, but I got an email from, from Sony talking about the new SOCOM 3 map pack. Uh, and it seemed like they were doing something different with the way that you actually buy the maps. The, what they're doing is, is they're going to be a two two week uh, yeah, a free two week trial to use the maps, and then you have to pay six dollars if you want to use them after that. What do you think of that type of that type of uh, plan? It's, it's almost a great idea, except for that six dollars sounds expensive for PlayStation Two maps. Okay. I Interesting. mean, I mean, how many maps do you get now? You get a three, I think. Three maps, for, so it's $2 a map. And they're actually, I think they're just maps from SOCOM 2. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they would even charge for I that. wasn't that sort of interested in the, in the fact that it was SOCOM or whatever, but the fact of free for two weeks, then you got to pay after. I thought that was sort of the story. Do they charge you automatically? How does that work? No, it just if you want, I think if you just want to play it afterwards... Then you have to pay. I guess the maps are on the server side anyway, I so guess. you don't actually you're not downloading any maps. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure. You're sh- you you don't know what you're talking about. Well, how are you going to download maps on a PS2? Yeah, Nobody's got the hard drive. <laughs> and, so anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I can't there. I can't even put in a hard drive. I have a slim. <laughs> okay, slim. I have a slim. Right. Right. Is that your what? mile may your your mile may your mileage may vary. My mileage may <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Xbox Live yes. uh, Arcade Wednesdays have been announced. Yeah, because of my Xbox broken. Right, of course. Uh, for those of you who are wondering where the hell is Street Fighter two, we kinda know. The interesting thing is they've they've announced a bunch of dates, but in the press release they they have two conflicting statements. Uh, they talk July 12th, Frogger, July 19th, Cloning Clyde, July 26th, Galaga, August 2nd, Street Fighter 2, August 9th, Pac-Man. Then they go on to have a description about the games, and in the description about Street Fighter 2, they mention the date as being July 26th, so which is it, August 2nd or July 26th? I would go with the later. Right, just, just yeah. Just, just, just clear your head. It yeah. whatever it is, it's later than what you think. It's going to be later than you expect. And I still so won't have my go. 360 back by then. Probably not. So there you go. That was sort of interesting for those who have been waiting for new games for the summer. Uh, oh my God! It's another Oblivion add-on. Yeah, you know why? Why? Because I I like that game way more than I should, and now I can't play it. And you would buy this one? Of course I would. It's a dollar ninety-eight. It's a dollar, <laughs> right? It's 150 marketplace points. Well, they're assuming it's going to be, I guess. I don't think it's been officially announced. No, I thought it was. Announced. Well, for the PC, it's $1.89 for the PC, but they're assuming it's going to be the same. 150 Yeah, for the marketplace. Uh, this is called the Via Layer, and this is a vampire add-on where you there's like a vampire uh, headquarters, I guess. Yeah, which is, is kind of cool. Yeah, and you can get – there's a cattle pen <laughs> – <laughs> where vampires can store their humans and mm-hmm. then eat them. I kind of like that. And you can also cure your vampire vampirism there as well. Yeah, because so, being a vampire it, actually kind of gets annoying after about five minutes, I found. Yeah. But that's just me. Okay. So there you go. Another add-on. Oblivion from Oblivion. Amazing how many they can pump out. 
Another story here, Sony is being hard asses on backwards compatibility for the PS3. Someone at IBM was quoted as saying, Sony is very concerned about quality and backwards compatibility. They want to get this right. They've tested game after game after game. When there were about 40 PS1 games that didn't work properly, uh, they didn't pass the criteria for quality. So I guess that's good to know if you're paying 600 or $500 for your PS3. Backwards compatibility uh, will probably work well. With PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games. Yeah, so that's that's pretty good. It is good. I guess. I guess. Good, good news for PS3 fans. <laughs> Woohoo! Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's dusty. That sneeze sounded like Mario. <laughs> yes. Haku! <laughs> yeah, that was good. Thanks. And of course, as Wombat mentioned, uh, in Australia, Toys R Us is offering a free game with a PS3 and Wii pre-order. Don't know if this means anything for people in the U.S. or not. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna assume, I'm guessing that the the Wii is gonna come with a free Wii Sports game as a as a bundle. That's what everyone. That's the no, speculation. No, yeah, that's my guess there. PS3. What game? You think they're gonna throw in a game with a PS3? Well, that's what the, that's what I was reading on. Uh, I want to say it was Kotaku. It was either Kotaku Joystick. So yeah, but, but they they're uh, just I going off the Kotaku. Toys R Us website in Australia. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna give out a free PS. It could just be a Toys R Us thing. Could just be a Toys R Us in Australia thing. Well, I the thing is, it would have to be a that game be... that's rated E for everyone. Like Warhawk or something. If it's, that game won't be rated E, it won't. It's no, you fly you... a ship around and you blow things up. Yeah, that's not easy. Isn't that okay? That's it's not. That's a T. That's a T. Oh. oh, well, whatever. And the, we'll and see the, what happens. And the people that made uh, Ratchet and Clank decided to unveil their big game at E3, which was a first-person shooter. Right. I'm still a trying to figure. First-person shooter. I'm still shooter. trying to figure that one. I haven't wrapped my head around that yet. All right. Well, you know us. We made Ratchet and Clank. You love that game. Here's our launch title for the 360. <laughs> oh, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. It's generic first-person shooter. Right. Remember when you play those other first-person shooters? <laughs> it's like that. Without it's like Ratchet that, but you Clank. have to pay $600 <laughs> without Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty weird. It was I played weird. it, and I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I see a lot of crates, and I'm shooting things. <laughs> and if it sounds like I'm complaining and being mean about the PlayStation 3, it's, it's not out of hatred. It's out of love for Ratchet and Clank. Right. And that Idiots. you want the PS3 to be good. Idiots. There's... Nobody wants, like... I don't I mean, want some generic... Some people do. No, no, they don't. No some one, people get no joy out of, there. out of... There is not one of... person listening to this show that wants the makers of Ratchet & Clank to come out with not Ratchet & Clank for the PS3. Well, there are people that want bad PS3 news so they can gloat about that it. That is true, but there is, not one, there is not one person out there that when... Was it? It's, uh, it's Insomniac, right? Is that... Right. Yeah. That's all I could say. Right. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. And I get Warhawk instead of Twisted Metal Black 2. I... Weird. I know. Twisted Metal Black was like the... was That was the launch title, isn't it? Was it the launch title? Oh, I don't... Mm... It was within the first no, year. It was within maybe. the first year. That game's... A really good, a really good online version of that would be good. The, the, I know they came out with the add-on for but, PS2, yeah. but it, it had, like, no... Lo the lobby system was, like, awful, and it was just, you know, didn't really add much. It was really as, as little as bare-bones as possible. I'd like to see a nice online version of that. Or some... I guess the new Full Auto game, Full Auto 2, is going to be more like Twisted Metal. 
for the 360. You know what would be PS3. great? If uh, Twisted Metal was out on the PS3. Right. Okay. You want you want Twisted Metal? I do. Okay. Yeah. Shall we open up the CAG bag? Please. Please. All right. CAG, CAG bag. bag. Mex25 wants to know, Cheapy and Wombat, I was wondering if you guys play any fighter-type games. In almost all the CAG casks, I never heard you mention either one Fight, mentioned one fighting game release that you really enjoyed, uh, but but you mostly just mentioned them and never really gave your opinions on whether you like them or not. What kind of fighting games do you like? Button mashing games like Dead or Alive, or combination button games like Tekken and Street Fighter? Wombat, I like fighting games a lot. Uh, I thought, okay. I thought people knew that about me. Um, uh, actually, one of the few some because I trade in a lot of games. But you can put that on your T-shirt. I know two games that I never. I like fighting games a lot. Uh, two yeah. of the games that I've never traded in. I've never traded in Virtual Fighter Four Evolution. Because that yeah, game, me that, neither. Me too. That game is the perfect fighting game, right there. I did just know, lend it to somebody though. I love that game, and I actually have never traded in Tekken Tag Tournament. Hmm. I like that. I still like that every now and you again. Traded I traded in Dead in. or Alive, right? I did. Or... I, I traded in Dead or Alive. That game just it, the the AI was too cheap. I like games with a where. You can play it alone and just really and get fun. in, and it's fun. And that's actually Virtual Fighter Four has the best single player mode of any fighting game ever. Right, right. And yeah, I still fun. have my original Soul Calibur for the uh, for the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. which I have popped in more recently than one might think. And I have uh, Soul Calibur Two for the GameCube, which I play every now and again. And I still think Link is the best of those three extra characters. So there you go. Very nice. Personally, I played. I used to play a lot of Street Fighter Two. Uh, when I was in college, uh, so that's sort of my game. Uh, also, also a lot of Mortal Kombat. I also play. Uh, I used to dominate on Super Nintendo. I guess it was Mortal Kombat. I guess it was the one with the friendships and the babalities. That's two, I think. Right. Yeah, I think it's two. Yeah, I used to be able to beat people with my eyes closed and stuff, and that. Well, you know, because there are people in my that my friends who weren't that good not like professional people. Those are my two favorite series of, of fighting games. So obviously I'm really looking forward to their Xbox Live arcade incarnations. So hurry up. Major Nelson, when's Street Fighter coming out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. No laughing. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm breaking the rules. Okay. Icon Forever had a question for me. He wanted to know if I ever asked for free copies of games or game swag from companies to give out as promotional prizes for newly released games would be a cool way for advertise for you and the game company. I never go like and ask somebody, um, but once in a while they'll come to me and ask if they can run a contest. And I, I almost always say yes. Like if there's an opportunity to give free games to the CAGs, I mean, uh, you know, who am I to say no? I want stuff. Yeah. Well, you got to ask. I guess I haven't yeah. done much asking. I want stuff. Milky Man asks, uh, he, well, quick, uh, another quick one for me. He, meant, he said, I mentioned that I was going to watch Superman when it comes out in Japan. He wanted to know if American movies are usually dubbed or subtitled when released here. I think that they are subtitled, but I am not 100% sure. It seems like it would be a lot of work for them to go and, and, dub, and dub it. I think maybe for the DVD releases, they dub them uh, for, as an option, but who knows. I don't even know why I picked that question. I didn't even know the answer. What the hell was I thinking? I don't know. What an idiot. Yeah, you picked it. Uh, Halu102 wants to know, if you were a video game voice actor, which game character would you be the voice of? And he also wants to know if we can do any video game character impressions. Wombat, I'm looking in your general direction. (laughs) 
<laughs> I really don't know much about voiceovers. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um awkward ma- pause. Awkward pause. Well, now you're making me think. Uh, I don't think often. I mean, I guess for sheer work value, I would probably want maybe think, uh, you know, like Solid Snake because he gets a lot of work. You know, like there's <laughs> yeah. there's like a new. Uh, you know, one of those games, Metal Gear game, every like five minutes. Plus, there's so much voice work in the game. Exactly. So you get, you, well, it depends. It's, uh, what is so it? They use a different guy each time? Or no, it's the same, the same guy. guy. It's the same guy, and I don't know what his contract Scale for that is if you're a, not a principal, it's uh, $716 for up to six hours. If you're not a principal. If so you're not a principal. If you're a principal, I think it hovers somewhere around 1600 I think you may be tipping your hat to uh, giving hints on your profession. Yeah, well, what can you do? So it's about 1600 bucks for a full day, but how many days do you think it does? To, it costs to record all the, that Metal Gear. A lot. Yeah, I know. Revolver Ross a lot, huh? He's getting busy. See, I can do that. <laughs> is, that your, is that your snake? Yeah. Ooh. Your snake impression? Uh, I should stop smoking cigarettes. Raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can do any. It's oh. me, Mario. You everyone can do the Mario. I think we used this joke last week, but I'm going to do my Link impression from uh, <laughs> Wind Waker. Please. Here it goes. Pretty good, right? That's pretty, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I can do ro- I can do Robocop. Uh, <laughs> that's even better. That's that's Link. That's that's the Link impersonation. For Here's my Robocop. You ready? Yeah. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. That's pretty good. I know. <laughs> right. Thank you for your cooperation. Good night. <laughs> Move on to the next question. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, Thorbon three. Wants to know, uh, it seems I've been waiting forever for a price drop on Guitar Hero and Mario 3 for the Game Boy Advance. Have either of you waited for a game to drop in price, but it never seemed to come? If so, what games? I also have been waiting for Mario 3. Oh. You sure you're not just using that as a cop-out? No, I've been. I've mentioned it actually on, on a previous uh, cast. You can go back and listen. I believe it's CADcast number 27. Um, yep. I don't know the number. Uh, <laughs> And also, I'm waiting for um, uh, Fire Emblem to drop. Really? Yeah, on the cube. Oh, who knew? That, yeah. that came out of nowhere. Hey, what do you know? I'm full. I'm full of surprises. Yeah, that can uh, also go on your T-shirt. <laughs> I'm like Hannibal on the A Team. Right there, you go. <laughs> what do you mean you love it when a plan comes together? I don't know where that's from. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so me? Oh God, I don't know. I waited. I think I waited a while for God of War, and I got impatient, and I just bought it. How did I get God of War? Well, you went to a store and you gave someone no, money. No, but it seems unlikely that I'd pay full price for it. Well, it's twenty bucks. Maybe now. I did. No, but I I got it before it dropped. That took forever to drop. Um, I, I didn't I don't think know. it Your took that long. Your answers were good enough. Let's I move on. Cheesy Poofs wants to know, do you think the Wii's Virtual Console... Okay, these are two related questions. Do you think the Wii's Virtual Console games will be online multiplayer? And Icon Forever asks, how deep into the NES library do you think Nintendo will go when releasing Virtual Console games? Do you think they're going to go for some obscure games like DuckTales 2 or just stick with the major titles like Mega Man, Castlevania, Sonic, stuff like that? Well... And also wants to know what... what, uh, 
NES, Super NES, Sega, and Turbo Graphics games we're looking forward to playing. Okay, well here's on. here's a online multiplayer would be great. I don't know if they're gonna do it. I it, God, may, it seems unlikely. It right? It seems unlikely to me, but I you know who knows. And the other would be let's see what it, it's a licensing issue also. Are they really going to yeah. be able to get DuckTales too? No. The no. answer is no. The answer is yet. Yeah. Here's the answer. The answer is no. You're not going to see like the obscure games like that. You will probably only get the the big games like Mega Man and Castlevania and the, and the first party Nintendo games. See, I'm still hopeful for a game like Castlevania 3. Hmm. Which was yeah. at the You probably get that. You probably get all the Castlevania games. That's still my favorite Castlevania. Was Castlevania yeah. 3. Did you ever play Castlevania yeah. 3? No. It came as awesome. You get to play as the little, like, Igor-type guy who could climb on the walls. He was called the pirate. And oh. uh, and you could play as Dracula who could turn into a bat. And then you yeah. can also play as one of the Belmonts with a whip, and you could change the character at any time. Yeah. That game was sweet. Sounds cool. It was. Uh, to answer uh, answer this other question, what older older games are you looking forward to playing for on the Virtual Console? You know, I'd love to play Super Bomberman. I probably said this a million times. If it if it has online multiplayer, otherwise I'm not interested. I don't know. A lot of these games, I'm not really sure how, how much they're going to withstand the test of time. I guess we'll have to sort of wait and see. I don't know. These the, old older games. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of great games. There are, but they're going to be like the main ones that everybody knows. Are there going to be? Uh, is it Sega Master System games too? I don't think so. Because I would, li- I, I would so. like to see Transbot. All right, Transbot. Well, Sega Master System. Well, write a letter. Write a letter. And maybe All right, let's, it, let's move on. I've been waiting for this question because I've been meaning to make it a topic. Yeah, it's a good question. You I've been meaning it? to make this a topic on the show for the last like month and a half, and I keep forgetting to tell you. I have the answer for you. So you read the question. Okay, this is from my good friend Javery. Javery H. Javery H. Uh, okay, here's a good one. What is the proper etiquette when someone, <coughs> Wombat, invites you to play a game on Xbox Live, but you're in the middle of watching The Family Stone with the wife? It feels rude just to ignore the invite, especially when I'd rather play on Xbox Live Xbox Live than watch some chick flick, but the little pop-up icon is distracting enough and interrupting the movie to respond, and is interrupting the movie. To respond is also rude. I dare not even suggest it. What do you do? Here is the answer of the proper etiquette. You ignore it for the time being. But later, when you're back at your computer, it's it would be polite to write them a, a little note, you know, through the Xbox through Xbox.com saying, Oh, I was watching a movie, you know, we'll play later or something like that. Because it takes far too long to type something out uh on on your Xbox. Or, or you could send a voice message. But you're not going to stop the movie to to respond to the See, guy. See, I, I, th- I think I think he, I I almost actually disagree with you here. I think well, if wrong, someone if obviously. someone invites you to play a game and you're not available, then just don't respond. And the person on the other end, it's their job to understand that. Okay, I guess the person just isn't just doesn't want shouldn't take it personally. Well, that's what I said. And well, it, how are you but you don't have to respond. The best, you don't have to. The you don't best have to. response, and it's not typing, is later when you're playing, say, that game or another game that has an online multiplayer component, and you see that person on your friends list online. You invite them. You invite them, and that Very is nice. the proper Very nice. Nicely etiquette. said. 
That is there what you, you do. You don't have to respond. If you can't play, I understand. It doesn't mean I'm not going to invite you. I don't take also, it personally. But if you see me online, invite yeah. me. Also, you can see when somebody's watching a movie, so don't, don't invite them then. Yeah, but I'm a jerk. Right. Yeah. What are you, a jerk? <laughs> God, we're going to run out of room on that T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the Wombat shirt, I'm a jerk. Okay. There's uh, a lot more questions here. Jeez. Oh, uh, boy. The Jacket wants to know if he thinks CAD could ever be put out, could ever put out a magazine. No. Um, no, I guess not. <laughs> ever, ever? Yes. Ever? Yes. I don't know how. It could be, it would be mostly ads and coupons. <laughs> Which like is, you know circular. what? Which is fine. I don't think people would complain no, if people if, like coupons. Not if that, you know, that's what they know they're getting. Right. Um, he, DT778 wants to know if you think there'll ever be price drops for Xbox Live Marketplace items. I don't know. I think what they may do is sort of like bundle things together. Well, to yeah, make that's it what they're certain... doing in the fall. They're releasing it on a disc. Yeah, so maybe you're not going to see like a price drop on a specific single item, but maybe they'll bundle it with something uh, so it turns out to be cheaper, but it's a little less obvious that it's cheaper. Yeah. Okay. Like th there's no way I'm buying Pac-Man. <laughs> All right. There's no way. Uh, no way. What no if it way. had online multiplayer where you could control the ghosts? No. Chase Pac-Man. I'm, I'm still. You not. wouldn't buy it then. If it was like Pac-Man versus, it would yeah. have to be Pac-Man versus for that was yeah, the game. That's too. what it is. Now what that is? Yeah. yeah I would. So. I would buy that. I would buy Pac-Man versus. Okay. There you go. But it's not, so it doesn't matter. Your point is moot. Okay. Um, Temporary Scars wants to know how our interest in gaming has changed over the years. Do you find yourself liking different games now that neither of you are no longer spring chickens? Um, yes, I think so. I think it, I mostly prefer online multiplayer games because I enjoy the social aspect. See, I would be the opposite of you. Interesting. As I get older, I like games that I can more play at my own pace. Oh, okay. like Like in Oblivion... Or a battle for Middle Earth, where I can go. Oh yeah, look, I'm gonna just do this now. Play it at my own pace and set my own difficulty level, and, and just right. kind of be more leisurely about it, like an old retired fogey, like I am, although there I'm not retired. His second question is: In an interview with Game Informer, Hideo Kojima said, "If you talk about the war between Japanese developers and those overseas, I acknowledge that we have already lost." What do you? Th and then he wants to know what do you. Who do you think makes the best games, and who is winning this so-called war? Americans, Europeans, Japanese, lawn gnomes? I love the games made by lawn gnomes. Um, I prefer American games most of the time. Mm -hmm. I, if you were to go through my collection, the majority of my, of my games, the majority of games I hold on to are usually made in the States, except for Nintendo first-party games. So, Right. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to say that it's sort of, you know, it's too it's too hard to answer that question. There's a lot of great games coming from all over the place. Um, and it also depends on what kind of games you like. If you're into role-playing games, I think obviously you're going to say Japanese uh, make better games. And especially and if you're into horse racing simulations, the same answer. And dating simulations. But and if you weird like games, if you like first-person shoot-'ems and uh, shoot 'em -um -ums. first-person shoot-'ems, then you're probably going to say North America. And if yeah. you like um, Splinter Cell, gratuitous violence, you're gonna say the French, right? There so, you go. There so you it's, go. there's no easy answer for that. No, for video, that video games are a global phenomenon. And who's winning? Yeah. 
the gaming public. That's who's winning. Uh, that's right. And on that note, I think we should wrap up the show. I know there's a lot of questions I didn't get get to this week. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take all the questions that I had slated for this week and didn't get to, and I'm going to put them first for next week's CADcast. Well, you're such a such a politician. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Anything you want to add before we sign off? Uh, no, I think I'm pretty spent. Anything you want to plug? Uh, uh, you're just, you're just a jerk. I start Nutrisystem on Monday. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nutrisystem is like a diet program, right? It is a diet program, and I'm starting on Monday. It's this all here. This like, the one where, like, they, they send you food, like frozen food? It's not frozen. It's, like, uh, astronaut sealed. Oh. And this is, really isn't a plug, right? You had to pay for it. No, I had to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. But they sent like me, I have my first 28-day shipment of Nutrisystem. Which my wife and I have decided to start on uh, on Monday. <laughs> now you said it's is it cheaper than your regular? Diet, it is. It does. It, uh, we food? did the we did the math, and it actually because yeah. it's only like sure you have to pay for all your food up front, but it's only like ten dollars a day. It's even maybe even a little oh, less. Oh, that's pretty cheap. So, yeah. All right. Is. Are you going to chronicle your weight loss? I maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be are you going to take a picture of your naked stomach like Vlad on Joystick did? Okay. We're going to – I'll tell you how I do a week <laughs> from – you have a week from the next – a month from the next show. Okay. A month from the next show. I'll give monthly S- updates. Sounds good. All right. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Somewhere, someone tries to party alone. Would you like some more tea, Polly Prissy Pants? Yes, Frank, how is this tea? Don't let this happen to you. Join the party at South Park Chef's Love Shack, the video game where you and your friends get down for some major four-player fun with the love gourmet himself. So get on over to the shack. It's one big multiplayer love-in. Comedy Central's South Park Chef's Love Shack, the video game. Ooh, naughty. From acclaim. No, 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 no.